pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to One Life Left in 2017. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I am Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. And we are a video game radio show and we are back. B-A-K. Back. Yes, autoexec.back. It's <laughs> <laughs> a joke for you DOS fans out there. Good, welcome. <laughs> welcome to One Life New Left. New Year. We're Old here. Jokes. We're here to talk about video games for the next uh, hour. For the next hour-ish. Good. It's nice to see you guys. Good to see you Happy too. New Year. Happy did you have New great? Year. Did you have great times? Yeah, Ooh. I saw in the New Year in uh, Spain. Uh, so did I. Huh. I saw in the New Year in Jamaica. Did, did you go? <laughs> did you? Her wow, own get us, eh? I wasn't with Anne. I should I should point out, Steve, before you think that there's uh, off-site meetings. <laughs> Although, though, uh, why what? we've not thought of that before. Nope. <laughs> I don't know. Did you have a nice time, Zen, or good? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good. Was yours good? Yeah, what were you playing? Did you play, um, any, play any games out there? The gamey, no, gamey New Year? No, Seville wasn't. You're on holiday, aren't you? You don't, yeah. it's, it's, you don't want a busman's yeah, holiday, do exactly. you? <laughs> okay. No, there wasn't anything. Not in Seville? There, no, there was one shop that had Pac-Man on the outside of it. Right. That was it. But it was shut. Right. Because New Year. <laughs> it's your comprehensive research. Yes. Good. Uh, apologies for not being on the air last week, which is when the new term officially started. Yeah. But, uh, Steve, you were in Jamaica, weren't you? I went off my own accord. <laughs> <laughs> and Anne, you were poorly? Yeah, yeah I was so sick. We, so we thought we'd save everybody from you mm. spreading yeah. germs over the airways. But then I came back. And good. here we all are again. It's going to be a good year. I'm so excited. Apart from, everything, apart from everything that's going <laughs> on. <laughs> you ignore that. Should we make it a good year for One Life Left? Let's only do good things. Okay. We could get a Chrome plugin that replaces all the bad news with just the latest One Life Left podcast. If you want to make that for <laughs> us, uh, email 
team at onelifelove.com. What have we got coming up on the show, Simon? Well, uh, I'd imagine we have some features. We've got a fair number of letters. Uh, we'll have some uh, chip tunes. Mm. Uh, we'll also have the return of uh, one of our favourite guests. It's, uh, it's David McCarthy. Hello. <laughs> David, all the way from Japan again. Yep. Thanks for coming over. We have to stop meeting like this. Well, do we? Do we? Uh, what, what's, um, Let's never stop meeting. How many times have you, will you have been on now? Is this the third time? I can't remember. It's more than that. You've been banging on about that football game for at least three <laughs> shows. Yeah, maybe. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing more about the football game later on, David. Okay. <laughs> uh, but you brought us some more news as well, so uh, we should catch up with you properly. Uh, but before that, shall we? Uh, has anything been happening over the last week or so? Not a lot. Let's find Let's out. Let's find out. On Monday the 16th of January, I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. The Nintendo Switch is coming and it's going to cost you money. You can get your new console on the go on the 3rd of March for £279.99. There won't be region locking on the system and its online service will be free until autumn when it will switch to a paid subscription. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, 1-2 Switch, Super Bomberman, R, Skylanders Imaginators and Just Dance 2017 will be available at launch with, with a bunch of other games coming through the year. Hope you're all getting ready to live the life of Karen. Oh, Karen, I remember, remember Karen. Karen. Yes. Come on, guys, don't forget Karen. No, no, Karen. it's good, it's good. Valid ending to the news story. Well done. You excited, Simon? Very. I pre-ordered it at 7.06am on Friday morning. <laughs> I did. Did you? I did. did you? I did. What did uh, so? What did your pre-order contain, and what did it cost you? Well, at the moment, uh, so pre-ordered on Amazon.co.uk. Other, um, other sites, are apparently. Um, uh, and I was—I'd uh, heard that pre-orders were going live at six. I forgot to wake up at six. But I woke up half six, and then uh, they're going live at seven. Didn't go live until about seven o three, and then I got the, got it in on, on my mobile. Um, uh, I've got slight regret in that I uh, I didn't realise you could pick one of the two colours oh. uh, via your pre-order. So I've got gr- the grey with the grey Joy-Con. The plural of Joy-Con is Joy-Con. Okay, good to know. Um, so I've got one with the grey Joy-Con. Although you can you can get a console that's the grey console, but it's got a red and blue Joy-Con. Wow. Did someone? Specify that it is. They did. Yeah, okay. the plural of Joy-Con is Joy. You you have one Joy-Con or two Joy-Con. Huh. I don't know about three. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, what about games? Well, as, I haven't I haven't got those yet because uh, every, everybody's been um, been very angry. It seems about about all of this. First of all, uh, the 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 price two hundred eighty pounds a lot of money. It mm-hmm. is a lot of money. Let's not pretend that's not a lot of money. I don't think that all of that is Nintendo's fault. Um, mm-hmm. If you look at where the euro was before June last year, uh, I think the price over here would have been two four nine. It's not our fault. It's uh, David Cameron's fault. Um, so if you want somebody to blame, blame him mm-hmm. and not uh, Mario. Um, people are moaning, I've been complaining about the fact. So uh, we should explain what the, the, the Switch is a 6.7 inch uh, console um, and the controllers pop on the side. You've got a left one and a right one. They're analog uh, controllers. Um, and so you play a game like that as you would do 
um, a, a, a Vita, we should mm-hmm. say, but the, but you can pop them off and then you can, they become two controllers. Whoa. So we can do Mario Kart and um, on one where we're playing like this on a train. You know, when we, we are up always to, on train <laughs> together. When we went up to Nottingham, we had, yeah. to, uh, we had to talk to each other, didn't we? It was awful. We could just be playing Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can put the console into a dock, which is connected to your TV and then it upscales and you play all the same game on the big screen. Um, so, I've not pre-ordered any games because the other news, the good news, is region free. We've not had that before yeah. from Nintendo. Mm. We're going to be in America when um, the Switch oh, yeah. comes out, so I'll probably pop into uh, GameStop and buy Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it for launch for me, I think. I'm pleased. Is Zelda out at launch? It is. Yes. Out okay. launch day. Uh, there are five games out at launch. The ones I just said in the news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which include uh, Skylanders. Who cares? Uh, Just Dance. Who cares? Although I am looking forward to playing Just Dance on the train, aren't you? (laughs) Um, And then a couple of others. Uh, Yeah, but for me, uh, that's it. It's about Zelda. And now I'm pleased because they did officially confirm Skyrim, didn't they? Do you remember when they showed the video of Skyrim, but they couldn't confirm whether it was coming? Uh, but they showed a video of somebody playing Skyrim on the Switch. They said, well, we can't say. Well, they, they have said now. It's coming out in the autumn. Okay. So is it the same as the previous Skyrim? Uh, we, we, we don't have details yet. Okay. Well, no, it is that game. We don't know if it's the remastered version. No, we don't have got, Maybe it has don't know if it's got mod things. support, Steve. Might have Mario in it. <laughs> it might do. Um, but it, it's, it's quite a distance away from Zelda. So the, the, if, if both had been at launch, what would we have done? I mean, we'd have had to move well, further away from work. To from what I've heard, we'd struggle to afford both. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the games are sixty pounds. Sixty pounds. Sixty pounds. Do you know how much Bomberman is? So Bomberman. Oh, so Bomberman is one of the, yeah. the launch titles. Mm. Uh, it's great. You know, like you just pop your Joy-Con off, both of them. Joy-Kai. And, and uh, hey, you have one, and I have one. We can play Bomberman on the train. Yeah. Of having. But how much have we talking. paid for the pleasure? Because how much are charging for Bomberman? I'd guess 40, from what you've told me 45 pounds right <laughs> I, won't be, I won't be buying Bomberman wow okay and the pads are quite expensive as well well aren't if they? you buy separate ones they're about 60 quid I think um, and that will be for uh, multiplayer so they split off you've got a left one and a right one quite sophisticated technology in them uh, the right one's got a camera that recognises 3D shapes so you can play rock paper scissors anywhere you go <laughs> imagine that imagine being able Whoa. to play I, I, I know I know can you I, anyway, as long as you've got the Joy-Con, <gasps> as long as you've got both Joy-Con, with, uh, um, I don't think we've, we've seen the full extent of the way that Nintendo will have fun with the technology. I think, And the the, uh, the left one has got something else in it. I forget which. Um, you- they've got HD haptic feedback. And one of the minigames in 1-2 Switch mm-hmm. um, is... Uh, so the Joy-Con is a, is a little oblong. And then... Um, you uh, you have to tilt it slowly and you can feel like ball bearings rolling to one side of it and the game is to guess how many are in the box and it's and you actually like you, uh, it goes up to nine um <laughs> you idiot what's <laughs> the matter with you um uh but yeah, it's so realistic that yeah it feels like these balls are in the controller and, and Look, listen, I know it sounds like nonsense, but even you're <laughs> smiling when I'm telling you about this. Yeah, we are, because we're all wondering how long until it ends in the bottom of the canal. <laughs> like, till after Skyrim. Yeah. Um, I went to the, the the UK premiere of the Switch uh, on Friday, and it was it, it was really good. Um, they'd split the minigames from 1-2 Switch into uh, different areas, so there's a quick draw. <laughs> that's good. There's a safe-cracking one where you have to dial the safe in, like, in real time. You, these are competitive. Um there's a, a, a sword one where I have to chop your head off. I, I, that's good. Um, 
and uh, there's a there's the milk the cow one. Have you seen the gifts mm, of that? I did see that. Um, apparently, yeah. So people were getting five or six cups of milk out of uh, a, a fictional, uh, a non-existent cow. Seventeen, mate. <laughs> Seventeen. <laughs> Seven, they couldn't believe it. You might be in the wrong game. I might be, yeah. But um, it was really fun. Mario Kart. Now I know um, it's just going to be Wii U Mario Kart. I'll have a couple of extra characters, a couple of new battle modes. But um, yeah, fantastic. But the idea, because this Zelda is um, is more open worldy. Yes, Steve, I'm sure you'll get the hook shot at some point. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Um, but it's more open-worldy and it's crafty and, you, and you've got to explore new areas. Um, it's got an Assassin's Creed bit in it. We've got to go up towers and stuff. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I know, imagine. Um, but I don't think I would have had uh, the time to actually properly dent it. So I'm, I'm very happy. I've got a 40-minute commute in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get the slower train now, I think, from March. Uh, yeah, very excited. Um, the launch lineup uh, isn't huge at the moment. Um, I think in March just means you can play through everything. Get Zelda. Uh, March has also got Snipperclips, um, which was was known as Friend Shapes. Do you remember that game? Is it that game? It is that because game. because I saw a well, I guess in retrospect, poorly researched article that said it, it re- was it was yeah, it's made by N- Nintendo. It's not it yeah, and that it reminds you it's very similar to such and such. I think I thought I, no, I it thought is, it is French it's shapes. so similar that it, that it thank is. Thank goodness, yeah. that's really really great because we like those guys, don't we? We really do. And I you know I was talking in my other job about uh, working with them on French shapes, and y- y- this is uh, maybe eighteen months ago, and uh, we're like yeah, cool, we want to talk. And they they, they, they emailed at the time and said, look, really like you guys, but uh, we've got enough, we've got something interesting that we need to explore and uh, to be fair to them because I saw them at another event and I was like you're going to be working with Nintendo aren't you and they didn't give anything away I looked them in their eyes they said no and yeah so it's great to see that appear Um, that's fantastic Fast Racing Neo Remix and um, that's the F-Zero game yeah then. I saw that and right. I got annoyed did you what because it's, because it's F-Zero because it just it basically says they're not making F-Zero to see that it says okay well we've decided um, we'll concentrate on Mario Kart again and we'll let someone else deal with the futuristic racing thing so I guess we'll be it's, waiting for a long time for well, New yeah. F-Zero Unless you know something. I don't know. No, I don't know. Are I you mean, publishing F-Zero? <laughs> you make it. Uh, I don't know. Um, Bagman 2. But, but I do know that whilst um, Fast Racing Neo is no is not F-Zero, it's still really good on the yeah, Wii U. Yeah, sure. Um, I know. And I, I, can, I completely get what you're saying. Now, so, yeah, I think that it's it's got... Um, it's got a lot of work to do, but I, yeah, I'm very excited. I've been thinking about very little else. I was watching Zelda videos in bed last night with my wife. Come on, look at this. Look at this. What a life. What do you think, David? About what? <laughs> Did you drift off? <laughs> <laughs> about the Switch, no, I have very little interest in the Switch okay. because I'm not allowed to play video games. Oh, um, right. So I don't know why I would bother playing a video game console. Sony is closing developer Guerrilla Cambridge. The studio, which opened in 1997, developed Frogger, Little Big Planet for PSP, and most recently VR game Rigs. Sony said of the closure, having reviewed and assessed all current projects and plans for the short and medium term, we have decided that in order to deliver on our strategic objectives, it is necessary to make some changes to the European studio structure. Good luck to everyone affected by the closure. What a lovely statement. Yeah. Heartfelt. <laughs> really, really yeah. is. Feel the emotion in there, <laughs> yeah. can't you? Someone said uh, through. Yes, sorry to hear that, obviously. Yeah, that is awful. Um, those games that you cited, were they the ones they made as Guerrilla uh, Cambridge? Be- one. 
because they made didn't they make um, some pretty well known titles for mm. the original PlayStation as well? Didn't they? Did they do the Resistance game? Did they do Medieval? They? Yeah, they I mean, did that, oh, yes. and they did Resident Evil Two. Did they? Did they? No, There's something no. to. They the, they, <laughs> right, did they? One of the one of the two. Oh, no, sorry, I think I've just got literally another story confused that okay, I read earlier. Right. Don't don't worry about that. Shall we move on to that story as quick as possible? No, it's not the next one. Don't okay. uh, uh, yeah. So they were. So what were they before? They were. Uh, they were Sony Cambridge. C-E Cambridge. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I saw a, a few of my my Sony friends are super sad about this news. Obviously, and it's it's bad. It is the nature of the video game industry uh, that these. These long-standing studios explode, but then, usually, good small startups rise from the ashes. So let's hope that happens again. Mm. After four years in development, Microsoft has confirmed that Scalebound has been cancelled. The company said, after careful deliberation, Microsoft Studios has come to the decision to end production for Scalebound. The game was being developed at Osaka-based studio Platinum Games and was the brainchild of director Hideka Kamiya, who was behind games like Devil May Cry and Bayonetta. They were, there were rumblings that all wasn't right when sev- several senior members of the development team were forced to take time away from the pressure of the project last autumn. Mm. So another piece of bad news just get it all out of just the way just get it out of the way in, middle section of the middle. news yeah forget it and then uh, has anybody noticed um the what well, it, it is to me certainly the increased prevalence of leakers on twitter mm. so there were a couple of people saying this before it was announced saying that they'd uh, got a hot tip and then um were breaking it on twitter okay uh, and, and um, there have been a lot of people trying to uh, leak stuff about the Switch as well, but seem to be making a name for themselves as professional leakers. Mm-hmm. That's not something you well, want I'm to be. I'm very good at that, actually. <laughs> I have 17 cups. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, there, there were, there were rumours on Twitter about a project being um, in trouble, and then somebody mentioned it on Twitter, so, and, then, and then the floodgates opened. Mm. We, uh, as a radio show, have not been very on the Xbox because of Microsoft's uh, refusal to, to, engage. to engage with our media organisation. Uh, but we're not, you know, we're not anti the system. It's just none of us have one, right? Yeah. So I don't, I, I, I don't really know uh, Scalebound, or I haven't been keeping up with this news. What I did see on um, Twitter again was someone hypothesising that this is part of Microsoft's overall strategy to move the Xbox closer to the PC uh, with their new operating system, whose name I've forgotten. It's probably Bing. Let's call it Bing. So <laughs> so with the underlying Bing technology <laughs> uh, that's powering these things, which means they'll be able to claim a lot of the PC games that exist, uh, you know, that are basically PC exclusives right now, make that process of bringing to the Xbox One easier, which then negates the ne- need for, um, for, for their own very, very expensive, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars exclusives. Right. Mm. I don't know if that's true. I just read I'm it on Twitter. I'm not sure I followed what you, what you, what you were saying then. <laughs> it's all Bing. Just, okay. uh, what I'm saying is that Microsoft are planning to Bing it in oh, the future, right. I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people were distraught by this. Um, who, who knows what was going on, Anne? The people involved. <laughs> 
members have cracked their NES Mini and found the most adorable message. A section in the code for this little console read, This is that Hanafuda captain speaking, launching emulation in 3, 2, 1. Many efforts, tears and countless hours have been put into this jewel, so please keep this place tidied up and don't break everything. The console was released to let players relive their favourite games from the past again. And thank goodness, now people have a new way to enjoy games from the present too. Super cute. Uh, It's problematic though, isn't it? Is it? Would you not think that now people are going to go out of their way to hack hack stuff just to find more messages? I think think they were going out of their way to hack stuff before. I don't think this will increase the likelihood of... I mean, anything that gets released gets hacked, taken to pieces. This was always going... Yeah, well, people try. People Um, not tried to hack you yet. (laughs) I haven't got any hidden messages, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah, I thought this was a sweet thing to do, knowing that uh, it was inevitable. They left a message there saying, basically, be nice to the system, you know, look after it, and it generated goodwill. It hasn't, you know, there was no way of stopping this from happening, I believe, uh, and also probably not much point in doing it, given it's very, very easy to emulate the system. People are buying this thing not because they're desperate for these games, but because it's a cute way of playing them, right? Mm-hmm. They had, um, on the on the way into the Switch event uh, over the weekend, they had a, you had to walk past the journey of uh, Nintendo hardware and they had an NES uh, there. It was massive. I'm not surprised they've made a mini one. I'd forgotten how big it was. <laughs> Why are we calling it an NES? I don't know. It's all part of our um, international remit. Niz. Yeah. Niz. Niz. Um, yeah, it was massive. So uh, I'm, I'm, this one's definitely more convenient. Um, they found a way to put up to 60, 64. 64 games so on So there's it. 32 games on there originally. Yeah. Uh, people have you know, worked out how to put 64. They think... They've come up with ways of automatically swapping them so you can put all of the NES titles on there or you will be able to because there's enough space. Um, But the problem is that the emulation software Nintendo are using does not support some of the games. So some of the games run in a very, very glitchy way, Um, which really is probably fine because if you really want to do that, then you buy a Raspberry Pi and you just... You, know, you yeah. use, use it for that. Uh, so, yeah, I thought it was a sweet thing. Do either of you have... have you can't get them. You can't, you can't no, get they're, them. They're all They've been out of stock would forever. You, would you want one? No. Okay. <laughs> I do want a SNES Mini, though. Yeah. Are they coming? They well, must they be. must be. Yeah, coming, no, right. given the success of the NES Mini... I want a GameCube Mini. Or a GameCube. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a GameCube. I just want to plug... I want someone to come around and plug my GameCube in because... <laughs> well, you know, like uh, the rumours are that the Switch will have a GameCube... No, stop it. GameCube VC. <gasps> what? Yeah. It's going to play... Game, apparently, this is what some of the leakers have been saying, that uh, you'll, you'll have access to are GameCube they, games digitally. So are they still available, Switches? Right <laughs> just ask it. I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> And finally, let's start the year as we mean to go on with a bit of failure. Pokemon Sun and Moon players have failed the game's second global event despite developer Game Freak making this easier than the first event, which players also failed. The first event set players the challenge of catching 100 million wild Pokemon worldwide and they only got 16 million, while the second asked them to catch 1 million using the island scan mechanic. This time they only managed 661,000. Maybe next time the challenge will just be to turn on their DS. Have either of you got Pokemon Sun and nope. Moon? Have you, David? No. Are you intending to get no. it? No. <laughs> Are either of you two intending to get no. it? What about this trend for global We're letting everybody down, though, aren't we? If we yeah. got, got involved... <laughs> no. um, bad news on our part. Why don't they do this in Pokemon Go? It's the only Pokemon I care about. Right. 
Yeah, uh, you would have thought. So, uh, did they say what what the second challenge would have been had the first challenge been successful? Right. I mean, how how low did did they go? <laughs> and a game freak just said, like, "Oh, come on, you're rubbish, <laughs> you're rubbish players." Didn't this have a record breaking launch as well? Yeah. So this uh, one that they were the new way of catching them with the island scan, you had to scan QR codes. Uh, that might be the problem. Mm, yeah. It's a pain. You can't get more than a million people to scan QR codes. <laughs> it's just fact. I'm, I'm, um, I, I've tried Pokemon before and not really enjoyed it. Um, but Pokemon Go has compelled me a little to try this new one. Right, and you clearly need it. Yeah, so, so maybe I'll get involved. Although if I'm spending my money on a Switch now, <laughs> <laughs> might not be able to. Mm. Is that the end of the news, That's Anne? That's it. I thought that was pretty good. Welcome yeah. back. Welcome, Welcome back. back. Welcome back. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantleberry. listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, the greatest radio station in the world. It's Resonance's charity drive uh, next month, so be aware of that. Get ready to give some cash. We will be doing a charity event, but we're going to be doing it in April. Yes. April. And it's something very, 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 very special. You'll need tickets for it. Very, very excited. Something we've never done before. No. No, imagine that. But it's something we've wanted to do. We exactly. wanted to do, but we never thought, we've never been brave enough to even suggest it to each other. And then someone emailed in, a listener emailed in and said, Should we do that? How about then? you do this? And yeah. we were like, We'd love to yeah. do that, but do you mm. think we can? And the listener, he said, Yep, yeah, I think we can. We can. No so we're going to do it. Good. We're going to do it for charity, and that charity will be our brilliant radio station, Resonance FM. Anne's just done a live unboxing. Um, and then, well, I did, do, I and did then, it off air just in case. Well, and then move that to an on boobing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Look cool. You were just wearing a Nintendo Switch. Uh, I could have put it anywhere. Could have put it anywhere. You put it on, your, on, the, on the badge area. Well, it's a classic place to place a brooch or brooch like. Looks very um, nice. Yeah, it's a little Nintendo so Switch. So we're all in. Thing. Look, we're all in, <laughs> apart from the bit where I'm not in. <laughs> Good. David. Hello. Thanks for coming back over. Thank you. So, are we going to talk about your football game? Uh, we could do, or we could talk. 
about a fantastic new game uh, from Japan called Shadowverse. What? Have you come from lands afar to tell us... All about a game called Shadowverse, (laughs) uh, which is available now on iOS and Google Play and Steam. Okay. And is the most magnificent uh, (laughs) video game I've played uh, in about 10 years. Wow. Mm. What is Shadowverse then? It is a little bit like Hearthstone meets Magic the Gathering. Okay. Uh, And it was designed by some ex-professional Magic the Gathering players. And it really comes across. (laughs) Because there are some exquisite combinations uh, and strategic um, possibilities. And it's a pleasure to play. Um, Earlier, when you mentioned it and you said it was made by um, professional Magic players, I thought you meant magicians. (laughs) No. Which made a very different game in my mind. Do you think it would be better if magicians had been involved? I'm going to have to think about that and get back to you. Okay, thanks. Um, it's uh, there are it's 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 entered into the market. It's quite competitive, isn't it? The on these sort of digital card combat it, it's game. It's kind of grow. Yeah, it's, I mean, like this kind of card game. There's a lot of different types of card games in Japan, but yeah, there's an increasing amount of card games, isn't there? There's that one from The Witcher and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, Gwent. Yeah, sounds rubbish. Um, <laughs> I bet it's rubbish. I haven't played it, but it probably is rubbish. Okay. Um, but Shadowverse is magnificent. What, so what, what does make it stand out, though, if you'd be a bit more specific rather than these exquisite combinations? So, so uh, I, like, I don't know if you've played Hearthstone, but in Hearthstone is quite a conventional, very simple, you know, you use, m- like, mana points to yep. play uh, spells that either turn into creatures or uh, attack your opponent. But one of the magnificent things about uh, Shadowverse is that you choose to be, like, one of about, I think, six or eight, different characters and they all have their own little twist so for example like the vampire character when you're down to half of your health all of your cards all of a sudden get like a big boost so you might design a deck around actually injuring yourself to get down to trigger that state and then also have cards to kind of repair so it just adds a little bit of complexity to the combos i mean all all of these card games are basically about trying to break the system by setting up combinations of cards that offset their uh you know disadvantages but yeah like it's got a lot of neat twists like that how many people are playing it at the moment well it's funny <laughs> you should ask that actually because um apparently the dau in in japan is something like 15 million people a day are playing it that's, and that's like, daily that's, active users yeah, for sorry. people who aren't yeah. fans of acronyms sorry uh, 15 so, million in japan yeah and that's that's more than some countries um it's quite a lot of people and so yeah there, there's it's quite uh yeah, it's, it's very popular. Um, how does that put it in terms of the other card games, in terms of DAU? I don't know, actually. I don't know what the, what the DAU are, actually, on, on other card games. But um, probably probably they're not as <laughs> they're popular. Not as or at least they're not as good. Yeah. Do you have to buy card packs for it? So you don't have to. You, like, you can play... Um, so I haven't bought any card packs, for example, and I've got hundreds of cards. <laughs> okay. um, are they and, good cards, though? Yeah, I've got Satan. Uh, what? Yeah. What does Satan do? Satan is brilliant. I love I love it when Satan comes up. So <laughs> Satan transforms your deck into an apocalypse deck, which Ooh. basically means you've got 10 cards left. And if you run out of cards, then you, it's the end of the game. So basically, like, the, the rest of your deck transmogrifies into just 10 cards. So you've got 10 turns to beat your opponent. But all of those cards are stupidly powerful. So how would, how would you stop that? How would we stop you winning, then, in that... In that instance, what would what would be the by playing the, by playing clever cards? Okay, like what? 
like different cards, powerful cards. <laughs> What's the best card? M- more Satan's. Satan's the best card. Okay. No, there's, there's, so, I mean, as with all of these things, like, because it's a big, there's a big multiplayer element. There are lots of trends in deck design, like somebody will make a very popular deck and then everybody will kind of copy it, but then somebody will somehow come out with a new way of beating it. And obviously, like, there are periodically new cards added to the, uh, to the game, which you know create new trends so um you say this is multiplayer uh, and it's on different formats as the cooperate uh, sorry combat across those formats i believe so yes mm, interesting if i'm wrong about that um sorry <laughs> so you have no idea who's who's the best at it android iphone or pc players no okay um you mentioned that you got Satan uh, you've not spent any money so how do you, how do you get new cards so i mean like when there's when uh, new cards are introduced, normally like there's like you know they give away a few cards. Like every day for logging in, you you earn coins with which you can buy cards. Um, yeah, like by playing through the single player. Like the single player is quite extensive actually. Like because each, as I mentioned earlier, there's different characters you can play. So the single player kind of teaches you the nuances of each different character's playing style. And so by playing through the single player game, which must like probably took me like 10, 20 hours, um, you unlock a lot of, of different cards. Yeah. What do you you think? can buy cards if okay. you want to. Yeah. I don't want to. Um, <laughs> why, why not? Because I'm not playing it. I haven't, well, I haven't, I, I haven't committed. Is it coming well, to you should Switch? commit to it and you should play to it. And <laughs> are, there, are there different variants of the cards? Like, so, you know, you can get a normal variant of cards. Can you get shiny cards is what I'm yes. saying? You can get yeah. shiny cards. Little, like, little, the backgrounds are animated, for example. The artwork is very nice. It's a little bit sexy, maybe, for Western tastes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they had to I cover up... I think they had to cover up some of the side boob, etc., for for Western players because uh, you know Western players can't be trusted with um, <laughs> images that are too sexy. But it did remind me of um, of a business meeting uh, very early on in my career in Japan, where uh, one of my Japanese bosses uh, explained to the people at Blizzard that um, uh, this is probably a breach of NDA, but I, I think we'll be fine. Um, they mentioned to the people at Blizzard that maybe the uh, the, car- the cards for, for, for Hearthstone to be successful in Japan, the cards needed to be a bit more pornographic, he said. <laughs> which, um, which I will put down to a, a translation. Of, but he did really just mean a little bit pornographic, actually. So maybe it was, it was exactly... Is, is Hearthstone big out there? Not especially. I mean, like, uh, I guess most people play on their phones in Japan. Like, tablets aren't huge over there. Right. P- like, PC games are not big. I think Hearthstone is better suited to larger screens. Yeah. Shadowverse is big on phones over there, but there's a Steam version available for Western players who like playing on bigger screens. Do you have to be connected to the internet to play it? Ah, uh, that's a good question. I think so. Yeah, okay. probably. I, 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 um, my journey in... Uh, Friday, Thursday on the train. A guy was on his iPad watching episode one of Star Wars. What an idiot. I, know, I couldn't believe it. I'm going to tap him on the shoulder and yeah, say so he should be, playing, should be playing, playing Shadowverse. Playing Shadowverse, yeah, much better. Uh, at, least until, time. at least until, until, until Switch, until Switch comes out. Exactly. And then we're going to be playing Just Dance together. It's going to be, <laughs> it is going to be phenomenal. It's amazing. Um, how can people play Shadowverse then? Get it free through Steam? Yeah, just download it on Steam, okay. download it on Google Play, download it on iOS, and then just start playing. And then how would we play against you and Satan? Uh, you might have to add me as a friend. I might need to give you my friend code, but I don't know what it is off the top of my head. Okay. Do you want me to look it up? No. <laughs> I was I was hoping to do a live playthrough, but my phone battery has run out, so I'm afraid right. um, I'm afraid your listeners will just have to put up with 
that description that I just gave. Well, it was very good. Thank you very much for coming on. That's okay. <laughs> Hello, I'm Sega Badawi, and welcome to One Life Left Local News. Chaos has ensued on the tracks after a scorpion escaped and caused mayhem in a train carriage. Apparently, the yellow karate outfit wearing scorpion had snuck into a traveller's luggage when they were on holiday, and then he decided to make a move while the train was travelling. At first, passengers were scared by the unwanted visitor, particularly as he kept teleporting and punching people in the carriage. However, they soon realised that it was a benefit having him there, as Scorpion used his harpoon to drag the food trolley directly to their table. In addition, as the heating was on the blink, Scorpion pulled his mask off and then set fire to some discarded bags to provide warmth to everyone. Mmm, toasty. Thanks, and back to your usual programming. Welcome back, Ben. Welcome back, Ben. By which I mean Sega Badawi. Oh, <laughs> that was a glimpse behind the curtain, wasn't it? He'll be able to cut that out. Won't <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Sega. Welcome back, Sega. Okay, and letters. Thank you for all your letters this week. Got loads over the Christmas yeah. break as well. Um, one that uh, is not being read out was from Cameron Davis. Did you read that one? He said how much he'd been enjoying the show over the years and thanked us for it. And it was just a oh, hey, I don't need to read this sweet. out, thank but uh, it's been great. Uh, yeah, thank you for that, Cameron. Um, Adam. Uh, writes with an easy question as a subject line. And he goes straight to the point, Adam does. He just says, there's no hello or anything like that. Um, which video game series would you like to see wrap things up for good in 2017 and why? Adam, and then he adds at the bottom, sent from my iPad. Call of Duty. It's the right answer. It's the right answer. Can we stop pretending we, can, we care about this? Oh. Every year we go through the same cycle. I hate it. Hate it. Final Fantasy. I don't like writing. Final Fantasy. It would just be good if it was. The final one, yeah. Yeah. It's not, it did really well, Final Fantasy 15, didn't it? It did, but I've heard, I've seen a lot of uh, negative response from the people playing it. A lot of people were super excited and excited in the first sort of four hours. Right. Now aren't talking about it. And, you know, it's a lot of repetitive fetch quests and not a compelling narrative is what I've heard. Have you got anything to add to that, David? Nope. No? No. Okay. <laughs> You're happy for them all to carry on? Yep. <laughs> As you were. Yep. Games of 2017? Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I think those are the correct answers. Good. And uh, Happy New Year, team and SSGs. I hope that 2017 restores everything that 2016 messed up. I received joyous gaming presents from my family that required team cl- collaboration in both virtual reality, keep talking, no one explodes, Brilliant. and real reality, piece of balance. Brilliant. This got me thinking of a question to ask you. Uh, what are the best examples of collaborative gaming and is it this, uh, is this an underexploited aspect of social gaming working together to solve a common goal all the best Richard Beast of Balance t- sorry uh, Beast of Balance turned up uh, just for Christmas I gave it to Dexter uh, we played it it's absolutely tremendous really really good smart clever lovely game 
I was disappointed when he took it home. <laughs> Normally, the stuff that he gets, I'm like, yeah, you're taking that back with you. Yeah, off you go. This one, oh, he's got peace of balance. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so congratulations. Cooperative to the team gaming on that. is, and collaborative gaming is absolutely everything. I, I think it's brilliant. I love N for its, in, you know, including loads and loads of levels like that. Uh, but particularly recently, I've been playing Overcooked. Okay. Um, which is great really 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 good uh, top down cooking game in which you have to cook stuff with your friends and operate and uh, work in a kitchen together sounds boring isn't hmm. excellent interesting uh, I would add to that list uh, Space Team oh. mm, of course uh, it's a fantastic essentially Star Trek simulator where you all have different roles to play and you have to play them together in order to survive it's the best I used to play that at um, work and every no I played it with one guy at work and nobody else understood what was going on and we were having the best time <laughs> best time <laughs> David anything to add I like Dark Souls okay and the <laughs> and I like thank you for thank you for coming here and being brave enough to say that. And I like the way that users collaborate by leaving each other messages. Okay, that's that's a very good point. Good. Yep, that's you, it. You've got a letter, David. I have. Yes, this is from Robert Wells. Uh, the subject is Christmas. His email address is Weasel Weasel's Poon. Um, <laughs> and. The email goes like this: it says, "Hello, team. Hello, SSG. Whatever that means. Uh, the, the whatever that means is in square brackets. I okay. added that myself. He didn't write that. Okay. Um, welcome back. Did you make any New Year's resolutions? I have resolved to frame negatives. I assume he means like negative film, like camera. <laughs> uh, I have resolved to frame negatives as positives. I don't have a Steam list of shame. I have a lifetime of good gaming to come. Pip, pip, Robert." That's a good question, isn't it? What's your New Year's resolution? Are you, are you a New Year's resolution type of girl? Um, not usually, no. But it's something I've been thinking about for a while. Uh, I want to. Uh, I think that I want to start trying to play games that I don't like, or okay. that I think I won't like, because I I'm very easily led by. Um, Especially on iOS, I go like, oh, that one looks nice. I'll play that one. Um, and I I think I just want to explore a little bit more and get out of my comfort zone. So that's my, you know, not New Year's resolution, but a, a thing. I'm going to stop buying games because they're cheap. Oh. Which, which I do do. So you're I'm only going to buy expensive games. Well, I'm going to buy games if I, if I know I'm going to play them next. Yeah. Rather than go, oh, that's cheap, I'll buy that now. Because uh, they're always cheap again. And uh, yeah, if I'm going to buy it, I'm going to play it. I'm going to buy it to play rather than have it on a buy list to play. of stuff. Is exactly. Imagine. New... Radical concept. Mm -hmm. Steve? I'm going to give up waiting for F0. <laughs> I'm going to do. Dear team and. Uh, dear team OLL and super special guest, writes Chris Stewart. Happy New Year. I hope Christmas was a good one. I went to Japan and played some weird arcade games. I don't want to worry you, but I've been thinking about Steve. What? We're worried. <laughs> Nothing dodgy. Do Don't worry. I was just wondering if he would be imposing any restrictions on his gaming this year. Or will he? Uh, or, or if he will be having a gun-fueled couple of months before deciding on any such thing. Also wonder if you think it's brought anything to his appreciation of games after a year of avoiding shooting. Thanks and keep up the good work. 
good question. It is a good question. What's the answer? So, uh, I am back on games involving guns now. I yeah. played my first one uh, you you can tell. the <laughs> other day. Smeared yourself in pig's blood. I played No Man's Sky, which we'll talk about okay. uh, talk about later in the show. Um I don't think I'm going to be imposing any restrictions, but I would say that the year without guns has uh, sort of spoken to what Anne was saying there. It's forced me to look at different types of games, look at, uh, you know, in different places for games as well, and has really broadened the sort of games that I play. So I would recommend doing that, and I'm not going to stop doing what's that. What's the best example of that, then? What's the what's the game that you would definitely, like, that you absolutely would not have played that you did? So I um, played over the break, played a text adventure called Hadean Lands, which was on Steam, just because I was so desperate for uh, something to... Could you type the word guns in? Just yeah. To- just to give you that hit, I get as far as uh, far as guns, but I, I've you know I've, I've been enjoying uh, a lot of games that what it forces you to do right is you search for latest new releases and then you can immediately disqualify 90% of them straight away uh, and then you end up going oh people who played this like this like this like this go off on, on sort of journeys like that you are browsing the Steam store um, so yeah I played that and indeed ended up playing quite a sort of selection of interactive fiction and some really old text adventures too uh, you know which I, I'm sure I wouldn't have done if I'd been able to just quickly find a you know run and gun platform on Steam really really enjoyed it uh, there are also some, you know, some very, very weird games. I'm not sure I would have found uh, um, Santa Ragioni's games, uh, like the names of which I've forgotten. They're all getting old. It's, it's all fine. It's all fine. I'll come to you shortly and you'll be annoyed uh, with yourself. Okay, good. Uh, anyway, all of those. Uh, yeah, so genuinely uh, would encourage other people to spend a year doing that if only so you can go on about it every week <laughs> on your radio show excellent good uh, thanks for all your letters if you want to write a, another letter to us do and again don't wait for us to don't wait no. just, to, just you know, send it in something just to your mind team at onelifeleft.com This is uh, One Life Left on Resonance 104 F 4.4 FM, not just 104. You can't find it 104. That wouldn't work. 104.4 FM. 
Uh, it's a new year. It's the first one back. New you. Take us a while to get into the swing of this. Uh, that was Drags, Connor and Game Over. It's from chipmusic.org and it's brilliant earlier in the show. You heard Venom and Drifting Away. Also from that excellent website, Talking of Music. Oh, yeah. Anne. Oh, hi, yeah. You wanted to talk about something. Yes, I want to talk about something very serious and important. Okay. We got Marioki on Friday. hey First one of the year. And it's special as well. It is very special, Marioki. This year, we're taking it right back to the 80s. (laughs) Um, We're doing only 80s hits. Uh, We've got loads of new songs written for it, right from the 80s. Do we? I don't know, Steve, do you? (laughs) I hope so. How many have you done? Zero. Okay. Loads. Because I was not alive for most of the 80s. Yes, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, We've done, uh, we've got, I think, at least a dozen new songs. There'll probably be more because I'm going to try and write one a day for the rest of the week. I'm finishing off that one, which I think is going to be my highest risk song. (laughs) If there was that, so it's not uh, necessarily the lyrics, this one, but I think if you were. To, to, to take a picture of me with one of the lines on the screen, I think really? that would, I'd be in big trouble. Yeah, I've, I've thought about that a lot with some of our songs. They to could be taken out of context, context exactly. couldn't they? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's going to be absolutely brilliant. So it's, uh, you know, there's about 40 people signed up on Facebook already, but I'm sure there's going to be more there on the night. Bring your cameras. Uh, bring your cameras. Uh, bring your best 80s clothing. Uh, and, uh, you know, bring some money to spend at the bar as well. Cause bring exactly. your 80s money. Bring your eight, money. <laughs> Loads of money. Uh, when the pound was worth something. <sighs> so, uh, do we have any more Marioki news we're allowed to talk about right now? Can not we, right now, no. no not well, right now. We can't. Do it's, well, you, uh, you're in charge. You can. I mean, you can. You can make that call if you want to. Save it till next week. Okay. All right. We've well, got. We've got an industry legend on next week. Have do we? we? Mev Dink. Really? Yeah, it's coming on the show. Okay, that's exciting. Isn't How did it? that happen? You know, just doing my job, Steve. Just, <laughs> just doing my job, mate. And yeah. David couldn't make it. So <laughs> yeah. Going back to yeah, that's exciting, isn't it? Right, good. Well, well, let's meet here next week. Yes. Okay, uh, guess it's time for reviews. Yeah. Steve. Hi. We've all been waiting for it. What? Talk about guns. Finally, 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 finally. So my gun expiration deal ran out on January the 1st. Zero, 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 zero. So first thing I did was download Call of Duty. Uh, (laughs) January the 1st, I didn't. Uh, I was asleep in Jamaica. And I didn't actually play any uh, video games, uh, any new video games, until... I got back um, when all video games in the world were suddenly open to me. So what was the first game I played? Call of Duty. No. Was it No Man's Sky? It was yeah. No Gnome and Sky because I've been Anne's. waiting basically most of 2016 to play that and uh, really wanted to. Now, No Man's Sky is a different game now to uh, the game it was when it launched in that it's got whole new modes. I think you got 7 out of 10 when it launched. 7 out of yeah. 10 when it launched but now uh, it's got survival modes what uh survival modes is a very very brutal form of no man's sky now i've I've only ever played survival mode because that's the mode that i chose to uh, start with but in survival mode you will die you will die often it behaves um i was gonna say behaves like a roguelike but we should stop using that term it behaves like a game that kills you all the time uh when you die you lose all of your possessions but you gain uh, you keep the stuff that you've discovered if you die in your ship you lose everything in your ship if you die on the planet you lose uh everything in your possession 
you start in No Man's Sky 10 minutes away from your ship and you start on a essentially randomly generated planet. So if that's a very, very harsh planet, you might be in trouble. Indeed, if it's your first ever attempt to play No Man's Sky, you don't have any instruction, you don't know what's going on, and you are in a very hostile planet, uh, then you will be in a lot of trouble. And that was sort of what happened to me. It wasn't very hostile, very, very cold planet, and I froze to death an awful lot on my way to eventually find myself to make the ship and then I had to repair the ship. It took me about 25 hours to get off the planet, to get off the first planet. But I think that was to the game's benefit because unlike um, players who are playing essentially creative mode or normal mode who are able to race through the content and see all the different types of planet, see all the different creatures and quickly get a hold on how it was being generated, for me, any sort of glimpse of something different uh, felt spectacular and felt amazing or inspiring in fact. And actually, I really, really enjoyed just the journey around on this very, very barren you know, planet. I saw some spectacular vistas. The scale is immense, and that scale is multiplied when you eventually make it off that planet, see it first from you know, uh, orbit from your ship, and then from far away, and then you're visiting other planets. Um, and yeah, and I'm still dying now. I've only seen you know six or seven planets, but each one of them has been inspiring. I'm learning how the game works, learning how, uh, you know, how... The mysteries in the game work as well, and understanding a little bit more from the development side as well. Uh, so it's it's an interesting game to look at as a creator of video games. Uh, I'm really really enjoying it, I, and from very very early on, it seemed ludicrous to me the um, you know the sort of disgusting uh, levels of hate it was getting. Uh, it's taught me. Well, it's not taught me, but confirmed to me that internet bandwagons are the most poisonous places to be. And if you ever feel like you're on one, you should get off immediately. Uh, I love it, and I will continue to play it. It's definitely a solid 7 out of 10. Good. Simon. Hi. What have you been playing? Well, um, this weekend I was up at Jonathan Smith's house. Uh, and we play, we play a lot of card That's games. weird. Did you dream about Jonathan Smith? Well, apparently, um, my girlfriend said, why did you say Jonathan Smith's name in the middle of the night? Mm. <laughs> and I said, I don't remember That's doing where that. where he is. And she said, you did. Right. did. Were you dreaming about him? And I said, I don't remember. We used to go up to play the card game Dominion, mm. uh, which is brilliant. And uh, that was all we were trying to do all weekend. Um, but uh, Jonathan was encouraging us to do something different. He said, let's go and play uh, this game uh, with the kids. And I, I, I admit, I didn't want to. I just wanted to play Dominion all the time. <laughs> um, but, you know, when you're around someone's house, Dan, you've got, got to, offer, you've got got to, get, to. You know, march yeah. to, their, to their step. So um, we played it. And, we, and the game was Tricky Towers. Now, I had dismissed this a while ago. Um, it is... Tetris with physics, local, competitive. This was free on PSN. It was, now it was. I've played it single player. Didn't like it. Right. Mm. Um, so I, I was like, "That's just just Tetris. Doesn't look very good." Play it four player, Steve. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 chuffing great. Why? Well, because it's competitive Tetris with physics. Now there are three modes that we were playing. There might be more. I don't know. We were just having one game out of politeness. Okay, <laughs> that's genuinely true. And we were going to leave. Um, Jonathan's uh, house at about three o'clock, so it's like it was like half one. And he said, "Okay, we'll just have a quick one." Three modes. Uh, so there were four players, so that you're all on the same screen. Uh, first mode: survival. Okay, and that is construct 
towers of Tetris blocks that are falling down. Um, and as a piece falls off, you lose a life, lose three lives, you're knocked out. Okay, the pieces, um, so you encourage to do it quickly. The quicker you do it, the more power-ups you can get that are useful to you or uh, bad for your opponents. Um, you're building it quickly. Um, and it's not operating to the Tetris grid. It's operating to half grids. And so if you sort of build it slightly out of alignment, it begins to wobble and then falls down. Uh, so that's survival. Then there's puzzle, where it gives you a... Uh, all of you have the same shape base to construct a shape on, and you have the same shapes... And it's who can build, the, who can put the most shapes on here before reaching a certain height. You try and build out physics and if you fall off there, are problem. Finally, there's race, uh, where you've all got to build up, blah, 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 and you've got to get a piece over the finish line, high up, uh, and keep it there three seconds. It was brilliant. We didn't stop playing it until four o'clock, which is half an hour after we were going to re- originally leave. Oh, no. And then we had to go back and play Dominion. Um, just a quick go. So, yeah, uh, it's enormous fun. Um, I then was like, okay, yeah, I'm sure this was a PlayStation Plus game. So when we got home, I said to Kate, well, like, should we play it? And uh, it, was, it was all right in two-player, certainly not as fun as uh, four-player. Mm. But, yeah, um, if, you, like me, you just overlooked it in PlayStation Plus last year and you've got three friends, <laughs> check it out. 7 out of 10 hmm. or, or buy it now or buy it now yeah. David I've been playing a game from Japan called Shadowverse <laughs> um, it's a card game okay. uh, and it's very good it's got sophisticated combos in and lots of different characters and it's the most magnificent piece of video game uh, video game <laughs> that I've played for a long time right Can you 7 score out of 10 good thanks for that what about you Anne um, so I'm going to talk some more because uh, I think last time I talked about it I was a bit drunk um, on our last show before Christmas. Been playing more uh, Last Guardian and I'm still playing it because uh, I have to keep stopping playing it because it's really annoying. Yeah, I um, like that. Just the controls are so frustrating and some of the things that you have to do just... Just... M- Make oh, I could look at you if only we were on a webcam. Look, yeah. you're getting angry now. Just really stupidly annoying, and not like in a oh, it's because I'm you know I know that I'm not quite good enough. If I just get better at this, it's the same thing that I was doing like at the very beginning of the game, and it's still annoying. And it's not oh, get better at it. It's just like what? Oh, these barrels you have to pick up and throw and you throw them onto a place but oh it fell off because physics and then you have to jump and get it and then oh it's just really frustrating and then um there was uh played some of it last night and there was um there's been a few glitches where it's uh got sort of stuck um and there was one where you're like swimming and you need to climb up something and this something was supposed to drop down um, but it got caught in the rafters and so you just have to swim around and wait and wait and wait for it to drop down eventually and that's not the first time that's happened and it's been quite annoying and so the reason that a lot of people like this game is because of the emotional resonance in it I just haven't been able to invest at all because I'm so annoyed and frustrated why are you still playing them? Because it was quite expensive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I thought, no, I want to finish it because everyone says the ending is the bit, the ending's the thing. Oh, my goodness, it's so amazing. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll get there. And if I still, if I actually care, then that must be pretty amazing. So I am going to finish it. So I might bang on about it again. Do you know how how much longer you've got to go? I think about a third left. Are you you finding it challenging 
Uh, apart for the from right the, reasons. Yeah, for no. the right reasons. No. Okay. Uh, actually, no, some bits of it are. Some yeah. of, some bits of it are, but I just think that I'm, I get so annoyed at the bits that are annoying and the controls are just... Mm. Um, yeah, and... Oh, but I'm going to stick with it because, you know, it's good to stick with things. Move on. It strikes me as a game that should be uh, as another piece of evidence for my proposition that games should be a solid good two hours rather yeah. than a shoddy eight hours. Yeah, and there are things in it that could easily be cut out. You don't need to do them. They're the, like I was saying, the things with the barrels, you, you've done them before. Like, why do you need to keep doing them? It's just ridiculous. Because it, they need to pad it out to yeah. a certain Yeah, uh, it's frustrating and I would love it so much more. Uh, all of the other bits, at least other bits where I've been frustrated and annoyed, at least it hasn't been repetitive. Um, yeah, seven out of ten. No. What a shame, Anne. <laughs> you waited all that time for The Last Guardian as well, no, didn't you? Yeah. No, I didn't. Okay. Thank goodness. Well, that's good. Nice upbeat way. I'm trying to think of any other games that came out since we were last here. Did Mario Run come out? I think Did it came talk- out just before. Yeah, you talked oh, about it. Didn't Did you? we talk about yeah. it? Yeah. It's not out on Android yet for us, though, Steve, mm, yet. I'm going to get it when it is. Really? I am, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Mm. I, I like it. I think, it's, okay. I think it's a good game, and I definitely got my... Money's worth out of it. David, did you play Super Mario Run? Why would I play anything on a phone that isn't Shadow? Because I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't understand the question. I don't know why I asked, no, really, no, no. Sorry. at this point. Do we have any other business? Ba, 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 ba. No. Ayob. Um. Well, maybe let's trail something. Trail something? Yeah. Okay. We are going to be... Do we need the, in- the Inception music? Yeah. <laughs> ba! <laughs> Uh, we are going to be at GDC throat. this year. What? We are. <laughs> <laughs> if Simon makes it through this show. Uh, we are going to be at GDC this All year. All of us. All of us. Every one of us. Everybody in this studio. And David. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we're going to be doing some things and we're going to start talking about those things quite soon. Mm. Um, so if you're going to be out there, then listen out for that. Come and hang out with us. And if you're not, Keep an eye out for us. I can talk about one of the things that I'm doing, yeah, which is Saturday, uh, Saturday oh, yeah. of GDC. It is our fourth annual GD Cricket. Oh, cool. Uh, we're going to uh, Golden Gate Park and we're going to play cricket and have a picnic there. Nice. So if you are at GDC and you're into cricket, uh, then please or come to that. Parks. There's a Facebook event. Yeah, it's very, very nice. Yeah, if you... You don't actually have to like cricket. It's just a nice day. You, you could just sit down and play Shadowverse. You could do. <laughs> as long as there's reception, because we believe it doesn't work without yeah. some kind of connection. It's America. Of course there's reception. Mm. Of course. Silly me. Good. Good. Uh, we've got about a shall minute. I, shall I talk about Shadowverse some more? Do we have a minute? The no. clock's quite hard no, to... No, it's, no, it's, it's a We min- have to stop. No. It's a minute... It's half a... It's, no, it's, I could probably talk no. about... This is seamless there. filling. There. I could probably talk there. about... Stop now! Go! <laughs> Are you sure? Yes! Okay. Uh, <laughs> we don't know how... We've forgotten how clocks work. Right. Thanks for listening. We'll see <laughs> you all <laughs> next week when we'll be better at Thank this. Thank you. Maybe. Bye. Bye. Bye.